advantage of the day. Okay. When you get an opportunity in this game, you make a play. Yeah. Playmakers on three. One, two, three. Touchdown, Kansas City. The Chiefs are right in the thick of it, baby. Hello, everybody, to this edition of Defending the Kingdom. This edition comes to you from the home of the back-to-back AFC champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. Mitch Holtis with you, Voice of the Chiefs, along with the man we call the shop, the barber, the barbershop, the Spider-Man, old number 59, Sean Barber with us. The Chiefs get the victory, and first and foremost, let's do not let this moment pass. Back-to-back AFC champions, back-to-back Super Bowls, my friend. It was a glorious evening beating Buffalo. Man, I was so excited for that game, the opportunity for this fan base, for the Chiefs kingdom to just live in glory another year as being the AFC champions, bringing that Lamar Hunt trophy back home. That's right, AFC champions again in the face of adversity, in the face of everything going on, in the face of COVID, overcoming so many obstacles all year long to remain to remain um, number one in the AFC, the team to beat in the NFL, and to bring so much joy and validations to our fan base who have supported Coach Andy Reid and this team uh, unwavering for weeks and weeks and weeks. And by the way, our AFC champion, let's go to get Super Bowl 55 uh, edition, is also brought to you by Bose and these yes, Bose sir. headphones that you see on Shop and myself. We're closing in on Valentine's Day. Right. Let's <laughs> celebrate. Uh, let's go get another Super Bowl and buy your Valentine. One of these Bose 700 headphones, yeah. 11 noise cancels, cancellations. Go to go to Bose.com. There's a drop down headphones. There it is. Just drop it down. Ooh, those are the ones they're using. Yep. And uh, watch your romance increase. Let's just put it that way. We've already got couples that have been listening to this and watching this podcast all year going, yeah, it works. So, hey, whatever works. Now, let's get into uh, the first of two shows we're actually going to have on Super Bowl 55. But this one, I'm we're talking about being big red ready. I think there's a lot of things we can look at. Tom Brady's going after a seventh championship, a tenth Super Bowl he's involved in. But to me, the biggest advantage for the Chiefs, other than having Patrick Mahomes, is Andy Reid. Big red. 17 postseason wins, fourth all-time in NFL history shop. And when you look at the three ahead of him, Shula, Landry, Belichick, that's it. Next is Andy Reid, phenomenal postseason coach. We're going to get into why here, but uh, your overall thoughts on the Chiefs being big red ready. Man, just understanding the method behind the madness. Some people, every decision isn't always with the goal of winning a Super Bowl. Sometimes you have to make decisions and you have to make uh, um, some crucial decisions internally about the direction and the path of your organization, understanding that the process is greater than the product and that every single day, every moment, you have a chance to get your team just that much better. You have to take advantage of it. And setting that environment, that learning environment for coaches and coordinators and players in the, in the, in the, in the, in the presence of COVID and protocol and all the things, it was so much pressure on a head coach to make sure that the ship was in the right direction, that the vision was still clear, that everyone in the organization was on the same page and understood what kind of sacrifice it was going to take to get back to an AFC championship game, to get back to Tampa Bay, to have the chance to run it back. Andy Reid accepted the challenge, and he led this team in a bold and a brave manner, and we're going to go into that in depth in this episode. 
All right, let's take that thought overall. We get into the first of our three big red is, and the first one is big red is a farmer. Now, let me give the history lesson for everybody watching and listening. And I'm going to challenge you, take Nico, maybe the family on a road trip to Western Kansas, because after the Civil War, there were freed slaves that were looking, now what do we do? And on many of the northern states, I'm just going to be honest here, we're not opening the doors to give opportunities to those freed slaves. The state of Kansas did. In fact, there's a place that should be on the bucket list to visit in the Chiefs Kingdom. It's Nicodemus, Kansas, Graham County, Kansas, about an hour and a half from where I grew up. That was, and it's a National Register of Historic Places. There were black families, freed slaves, given the opportunity with 160 acres to say, now you can make a life. They were farmers. They, some of the greatest families I've been around are from that group. Mm-hmm. Clarks, Alexanders, Schweitzers. Um, there's a, Rodney Brogdon's a leader in our community in Kansas City. Uh, he is from uh, that lineage. Incredible people became leaders, uh, but they were farmers. The work was never done, but they got it. They got life, and, and they, they, they approached it the way Andy Reid approaches coaching his team. I grew up on a farm, farmer two miles away, worked all the time, crabby, grouchy, nothing's ever good enough. To, the other way, about two or three miles, was always looking at doing the uh, cutting-edge thing, checking, always doing something different. What can I do different? Still deal with all of the issues of farmer, weather, markets, just a tough life. Never Work never ends, but it's how you approach it. When you gave your analysis of Andy Reid, to me, that's Andy Reid, the farmer. Man, what a farmer has to do is understand the soil, understanding the field, what he has to work with, understanding the nutrients values of making a, an environment from the beginning of training camp to the end of the season for every player to maximize their skill and ability to be able to potentially become a greater player, understanding their position to a to a level where they collectively become a better offense, defense, special teams player. And as a farmer, you have to know the soil. You have to know the nutrients, the nitrogen levels, all the different things that that matter to allow that seed. That seed has so much potential. But if it's not put in the right soil, given the right amount of water, nurture, shade, sun, if it isn't given the right tools, which Andy Reid is a master at, he knows how to push and pull. He knows when to motivate. He knows when to back off the team. He has his, 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 his thumb on the temperature and understands the mood, the attitude of the entire team to get the most potential, the most performance, to get them to perform at the highest level possible each and every Sunday during the year. That is why he is the farmer. And he's always doing something with a new wrinkle, looking, always researching and developing. Um, and let's take that first. That even the shovel pass to Kelsey and the against Buffalo in the AFC Championship game, I mentioned on the air, that's a new wrinkle. They blocked it different. They made it look different. Uh, it's, they're, they're not sitting there. Here's a tendency shovel. No, it's something entirely different. And and he's always looking for that. I mean, going into Super Bowl Fifty Five, I know we just played Tampa at the end of November, and the Buccaneers are thinking they do this and this. But shop in eight years, I can't tell you down a distance or personnel what he's going to do. I can't tell. And I, I do this. I'm broadcasting this team. He's always looking for cutting-edge stuff, and he's going down to Tampa with two satchels full of stuff, and much of it he hasn't even shown yet. And it's because it's, it's the seeds. It's all he's, he's planted these seeds, and it's going to be time at Super Bowl uh, 55 to harvest. 
He's going to harvest all these different plays and all these different formations and shifts that he's been planning these seeds all season long. And as a defensive coordinator, you're looking, you have no idea what, where, how he's going to attack you, what he's going to emphasize, what's going to be the set. And he has such a extensive playbook of plays, ways, and the skill level players, the amount of players, the Pringle, the 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 D. Robinson, the uh, Miko Hardman, the Cheetah, the Zeus, the Clyde Lair, uh, Le'Veon Bell, Williams. I mean, that's eight deep. That's eight different players that can attack you at different places. And I don't think I even uh, named Sammy Watkins. Eight or nine different players that all can be game breakers. All can break your back in some form fa- uh, fashion on Super Bowl Sunday, and you have no idea which of those nine players he's going to use to attack you. I want to ask you, let's put you on the other side of this for a second, because you played linebacker in this league. When I went back, I've watched these videos of these games. Buffalo's got good linebackers. The Edmonds kid's really good. We know about Matt Milano. Uh, I like Cleveland's son, Taki Taki. I like him. Dude, how much pressure is there on these guys? I watch them and their heads spinning and they're looking and they're, I mean, it is so hard to play the Chiefs if you're a linebacker, is it not? 80% of the snaps shifts in motions. That's all you got to say. 80, every other snap you're seeing, tight right, no, it's tight left, shift motion. Hey, passing strength, going with Cheetah. The back end is going to rotate. Well, if it's not Cheetah and it's McCole Hartman, are we still rotating? Are we going man? Are we going bump and end up having a safety or a linebacker on McCole Hartman? Or do we uh, 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 just totally take those guys out the board? Do we, do we lock up? Or do we uh, play banjo in it? So many different techniques you have to work out. And the whole thing is the, um, the disguise. The way we shift in motion, it puts so much pressure, like you say, on those signal callers, on those defensive linebackers. Because at the beginning of the play, as a linebacker, you have a home gap. I'm an A-gap or B-gap linebacker. I'm sitting in my gap. <laughs> when you shift, well, now we have to move the front. That puts me in a different gap. You go motion, now we got a bump. It puts me in a different gap. Every time I move to a different gap, my eyes are on different targets. So I've gone from being targeted on the center, now to the guard, now back to the center, now on the back and quarterback, all before the ball is even snapped. And I still have to figure out the blocking scheme and then actually go make a tackle on a very elusive running back. This is it's almost... Man, it's just so the nuances of this offense puts defensive linebackers in such a stressful position. Man, I, I, I can't believe the guys aren't growing gray hairs during the game trying to prepare and execute when it comes to facing the Chiefs' offense. And then these guys get frustrated and they just lose it. Like I've seen it in the fourth quarter. They're just so flipped out. Like, they, like I guess I'll just start punching dudes. I mean, it's, it's really crazy to see it. All right. Andy Reid actually addressed this. Um, earlier in the week, and he made an analogy of the work in the National Football League and for players is very much like the work of a farmer. Uh, listen, I mean, we've we got room to get better. I mean, we we've, can improve. We had a couple of things that went a little haywacky today, but we, we stayed on course and we did a lot of good things. So we did more good things than bad things. But <clears throat> this, is, this job is a little bit like uh, and I'm talking about players and coaches like being a farmer and the work's never done. You can always work to get better and uh, as a, uh, as a team. So that's what we're going to do here. The next couple of weeks, we're playing a heck of a <clears throat> heck of a football team in the Buccaneers. So there you go. And another part of big red, the uh, farmer 
It segues into our next portion, though, is he never blinks or flinches. I remember having the biggest, best crop, thinking this is going to be awesome, and a hailstorm wipes it out by 5 o'clock, and you're just sitting there staring at it like, what just happened? And uh, my dad was awesome. It looks like your dad, but it was like, just don't blink, don't blink, don't flinch. Like those great families in Nicodemus and Graham County uh, that were given an opportunity as freed uh, black men and women to farm and to flourish, and they did, but it was never easy. Uh, but... Uh, Anyway, they still have a celebration out there. I'm going to hit the, one of these days uh, in Nicodemus, Kansas. Make sure you go there. All right, second part, Big Red, the father. Why do the Chiefs have a chance, a great chance to win Super Bowl 55? We know about the talent on this team. But to me, Big Red, ready, is the biggest reason. And Big Red, the father, comes into play here. You and I have talked about this for months and months and months. We keep bringing it up. One of the most uh, watched episodes was winning three divisions. And people are like, What's the, what are they talking about? But we said winning the AFC West, winning the AFC to get the bye, and then also the COVID division. Yes. But the discipline that's been required this year, Shop, has been off the chart. It has been if, – if they don't have it, we're not here right now. And Andy Reid has had to be the father – the loving father, but has a disciplined setup where he loves his kids, but stay within our discipline and boundaries. Otherwise, this train could wreck. Yeah, I think as every parent can kind of relate to, um, in the face of turmoil, in the face of um, you know things not going according to plan, how you planned and how you expected to go into, and especially in this pandemic era, things are you know you get a you get a COVID positive at school. One of your, your, your sons or daughters at basketball at practice, a friend ends up positive, and now the whole family has to shut down. What does that do about your travel, other plans? It changes. Everything gets flipped up. Remaining flexible, but also having enough perseverance, enough trust, enough understanding and belief, and belief in the direction you're going as a family, as a team, as an organization, that everybody understands the price of sacrifice. You're sacrificing your freedom. You're sacrificing your ability to go out with everybody else, enjoy yourself with your friends, because we have to remain as a team COVID-free to give us the best opportunity to perform on Sunday. Each and every week, we can't go out to the normal steak restaurants and have fun. We can't go out and, and, and enjoy Christmas, Thanksgiving. How many, how many family holidays did this team sacrifice not being around their loved ones in order for them to be here at this moment, at this time, as with as many opportunities they had um, to stay COVID-free, healthy, and being able to go play and challenge the now uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers for a world champion. This team has remained dedicated to a process, to a cause, which everybody agreed at day one. We're all going to sacrifice and take whatever means necessary to be as prepared for each moment of every game in every situation. And Andy Reid has done a great job being that fatherly figure that understands how, when, and why, and what to expect of his entire organization. I think it was, uh, it was a guy named Josh McDowell that said once, truth without relationship leads to rebellion. Mm. And Andy Reid has been, and we know this, how he builds relationships. He talks about you have to be, he and I have talked about this personally, he's talked about it uh, publicly. You've got to be truthful. You've got to be upfront with guys, coaches down the line. You can't, you've just got to be there. And you. And that helps him build the relationship. So to your point, the truth with that relationship leads to rebellion. Guys have had to stay disciplined. But here's what's interesting and what I've noticed about this team is that, that 
it's almost created an additional bond that would not be there normally. Now, last year, I mentioned several times that the team won Super Bowl 54 because they were incredibly hyper-focused. They had a great team working on selfishness, and they were resilient. This 2020 team has all of those same attributes, plus being disciplined in the covert environment. And have you sensed it's almost created this additional link to brotherhood among this team. And Andy Reid has manifested that. And that's what I think they're taking there. I mean, maybe Tampa Bay's got it, but I know Kansas City's got it. We know what we have here in Kansas City. And you talk about the resilience of a team to work together and to become even closer. If there's any example about that, it's on the field when you look at our defense. Defense throughout the year, committed to a process, committed to learning each week we're going we're gonna to focus on a different phase of this defense. We're not going to worry about the national media. We're not going to worry about the rankings, statistically where we are, uh, 32nd in the red zone. Okay, you can't win in the playoffs against a good team being 32nd in the red zone when you're about to face the Browns that are number three or the Bills that are number one. It doesn't match up. That's going to be a weakness. They're going to be exploited. None of that matters because during the year, this defense works on a different phase, a different page, a different technique each and every week so that when the end of the season come along, they can put all those pieces together. And then when it's time for them to perform like a top or the top defense in the league, they're able to shut down any and every opponent's offense that steps up on that given day. And that's something I think that buried his head last year after week 12 after that Titans game, and this year going into the playoffs after having a week off to put all of these pieces together, our defense that everybody says was ranked 32nd in the league in the red zone, you talk about how many opportunities the Bills had, I think nine opportunities in the red zone come away with six points. That is not the 32nd team by far. That is a team playing off of what they know they have, and that comes from Andy Reid as a father allowing that team to go through some struggles. Don't allow them to abandon the the process and just, well, let's win this week. Let's do what we got to do. Let's skip A, B, and C, go to Z, and just abandon what we're doing so we can win this week. Stick to the process. The process is always greater than any one product, any one week. And we saw that, too, with the uh, situation with McCall Hardman. Mm. He he muffs the punt at the three. Now, my dad would grit his teeth, and I'd do stupid stuff. You know, I did Mm. stupid stuff. But in a loving way, he and I'm sure like Smoke Barber did too, and and my mom and your mom would come back and go, we're going we're gonna to put you back on the horse to ride. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you something here. So Andy Reid, and we saw that too in the NFL films, uh, having a mic'd up. I mean, here came Mahomes, here came Kelsey, here came Coach Lou, you know, all coming up to encourage McCole Hardman. But Andy Reid said, no, you know what? We're going to run you a wide receiver screen at the goal line. I trust you to catch it and get in there. I'm going to run you on a 51-yard end around because he knew that they needed McCall Hardman. To me, it was Big Red the father, discipline within an environment, not overdoing it, right, not being a, the jerk dad. This is being the loving dad but saying you stay within these parameters. And even if you goof up, I'm going to give you another chance and another chance because I care for you and because we need you. The best families to me shop have that. This Chiefs team is a family with a Big Red father. Man, we have that and we have it in spades. We have we have so much leadership throughout the ranks of guys willing to um, accept mistakes. As long as you're working hard, you're working fast, you're trying, you're showing great effort, you will never get any leader on this team to even blink. 
That is the thing they realize. Great effort sometimes causes mistakes to happen. But you're trying. You're doing what you're coached to do, trying your best to make a play. As Mahomes would say over and over again, we, don't, we are who we are. All we got to do is be ourselves. He understands. He's, he's seen so much film of all the other teams. As long as we be who we are, be, 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 just be in ourselves, no Superman capes, nobody playing outside of their realms, understanding your position, what you bring to every play, and then showing great effort attitude to finish the play. That is all anybody in this organization asks from each and one of our players. And when they show that, no matter if they make a mistake or not, the first people are going to come to you is those same leaders. Pick your head up. It's early. Got a lot of ball left to play. Come on, Nicole. You're going to be there for us. We're going to put you right back out there, like you said, on that horse, put the ball right back in your hands, and let great things show. A year ago at this time, we said we could see the summit from here. We talked about planting that flag at the top of the summit. Now the Chiefs can see a second mountain peak, and they're looking at it. Um, but Andy Reid was asked, why, why is this team here? Why are they back? Well, they have a shot to run it back. And he talked about everything they've gone through and echoed because it's not Father's Day until June. Because the Chiefs win February 7th might be Father's Day. Yeah, well, I, I just think uh, the ability that uh, I'm going to come back to Brett here real quick on this, but <clears throat> for him to be able to sign back the players that he signed back to keep the team as whole as he possibly could, um, easier said than done there. But I think that continuity between the players and the coaches has been a positive uh, up to this point. So, and uh, that we all kind of know what needs to be done uh, to get, to get here and uh, everybody just did it. And then I, I think, listen, the fact that guys did their best to try to stay healthy, there had to be a certain dedication of that. So we didn't have a whole position uh, miss a game or, or that. So, I mean, things were going to happen. We knew that. And it was just a matter of uh, staying as disciplined as you possibly could, but still having your family uh, and wife, uh, significant other that has a life to live to. So then you kind of work through that. So, uh, but these guys, I thought did a nice job with that uh, of not, uh, if they did, if they were infected, it, it didn't, spread over to the remaining part of the team. All right. Why are the Chiefs going to win, in our opinion? Big Red Ready, Andy Reid. Big Red the Farmer, Big Red the Father. Now we're going to get into Big Red the Fighter. Do not underestimate Andy Reid's toughness. He's coming after you like a pulling lineman uh, leading down the field from a Cole Hardman on the 51-yard end around. Andy Reid fights, and he is ready to fight to win Super Bowl 55. This dude, do not estimate his toughness. He's This team has faced a double load of canister from everybody they've played, and they just have been beating them off with the stick, sans the Raiders game, and then that JV game uh, in Week 17. Andy Reid will get you, he will take you down, and he will pin you to the mat. He'll help you up and take you back down again. Do not underestimate Andy Reid the competitor and Andy Reid the fighter. Man, when you speak of a fighter, the first thought that jumps in my mind is that Mike Tyson quote. Everybody has a plan until the first time you hit him in the mouth. And that's the one thing Andy Reid loves to do. Come out swinging, guns are blazing, starting fast and finishing strong. 
It doesn't matter if it's the first kickoff or coming out of halftime. You're going to get our offense trying to go 80 yards, whatever needed, scoring touchdowns. We believe every drive, and you heard Coach Bienemy say it a few times, every play in our offense is designed to score. And that has been chopped up national media. They, oh, you can't exploit the score. No, every play is designed with great effort and understanding your blocking scheme. You should have potentially the, the potential to score every play. Why would you call any play that didn't actually have an expectation of scoring a touchdown? And that's what you see from the Chiefs. That's why they put so much pressure on the opposing's defense is because if you do not execute on the defensive side, it can be 88 out the gate. We've seen Cheater run a slant, catch it at five yards, go 71. We talked about McCole Hartman on an end around 50-some yards. We talk about the consistency, the body blows, body blows, body blows with Kelsey catching the ball for first downs, first downs, first downs, and then touchdowns. The efficiency that this team offensively just continues to beat at you, beat at you, beat at you, it breaks you down defensively until you really want to give up. And so going, we talk about Andy Reid, the fighter, that fighter's mentality, always getting up. It kind of reminds me of one Rocky Balboa. You know how he does. He Come on, give me some more. Is that all you got? Until it's the 12th round, and then he headshot, headshot, until you're out for the count. And this offensive line to me is a – and we know that with Fish going down um, – and tough for fish, but that group now has been clawing and scratching and digging and fighting. Nick Allegretti came out of nowhere, low round draft pick. He's, he's, he's grown up in front of our eyes. Remmers had to move right tackle, left tackle. We've seen Wiley have to move out to right tackle. We know how his Wisniewski is. Coach talks about dirty, tough, dirty, tough all the time, but I've seen it too on defense. There is a toughness to this team, whether it's Dirty Dan Sorensen or even Tano at, at, at times or Alex Okafor. Um, Hitman Hitchens in there playing the Mike Backer. I mean, there's a toughness to this team. And to me, that's an underrated part of this team because it doesn't look like that, but they are. And it's really the way Andy Reid is. Nice guy. He's going to be nice. But if he's going to pin you to the mat or wants to get in a wrestling term a technical decision, he'll let you up and take you down again. Do not underestimate Andy Reid, the fighter. But I've seen it on both sides of the ball, and this offensive line is going to have to do it. We'll get into this next week, more into the guts of the game. But this offensive line is a little bit of a personification of Andy Reid's toughness. Man, if you listen to Kingdom Shorts, you hear Honey Badger say one quote that rings in my ear over and over. If it was hard, if somebody told you it was hard, are you still willing to do it? And that's something I think each position room, every play on this team was challenged. You're not just a right guard, left tackle. You're not just a center. Everybody on that old line plays multiple spots. You never know who's going down or who's going to have to move out to what position. And you can't blink. You can't, you can't, okay, this is not my best. No, collectively, you got to get it done. Wide receivers, you are not an X. You ain't a Y. You ain't a Z. You're a wide receiver. If they put you in the game, you, you have to know all three, four positions, how to run them, be effective, finish the bait. On defense, you're a DB. No corners, no safeties. In Spagnola's defense, anybody can come from any direction, and you still have to know your leverage, where your help is, where your fits are, where is all your passing uh, progression goes. So the amount of pressure this team puts on each other, if you're a linebacker, D-line, uh, any position, you have to learn all the positions of your group that is asking more. That is sacrificing yourself for the greater good of the team because you know when somebody goes down, it might be your opportunity to step up and be that Mike linebacker. You got to make the call, and you can't blink. You can't flinch, and that's why Andy Reid is the fighter. 
You talk about Rocky, he had to take on Clubber Lang, he had to take on that big Russian Drago guy, right? In real life, Muhammad Ali took on all comers, man. He even got beat, but Joe Frazier beat him, but then he came back. Or a case of Floyd Mayweather, bring him on, bring him on. For Andy Reid, he mentioned it this week, and, and it's not an arrogant statement. It's just a statement that we've talked about for months. You get the best shot from everyone else. We persevered through some tough games. And so <clears throat> the mental toughness, uh, uh, to do that individually each week, um, what, what was important, uh, knowing that you're going to get people's best shot. And so there's that respect for it. I didn't feel the, as much fatigue to it as just, um, you can, you can allow yourself, uh, to fall the other way and to start questioning. And, and, and that and the guys never did that. They didn't question each other. They didn't question the coaches. They stayed, focused and and delivered and so um where however that falls in sir i'm not sure how to categorize that but i, I just think that uh that that might have been the biggest challenge i mean you you've seen that uh, with teams when things aren't going right they just kind of fall apart there and our guys have not done that they've all stuck together and and trusted so there you go big red ready means big red the farmer big red the father Big Red the fighter. That's why he'll be in the Hall of Fame and why the Kansas City Chiefs have a chance to be the first team in 16 seasons to be back-to-back Super Bowl champions. They are making history every time they go on the field. Uh, But Andy Reid, the characteristics that he brings to this team, to me, gives them the best shot to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Andy Reid is a special, special individual. He set a vision and a process of how to be a championship team. No guarantees. There are no guarantees in football. You can't guarantee uh, um, um, Super Bowls. You can't guarantee AFC championships. Only thing you can guarantee is the opportunity, the opportunity to go out there and give it your best, show great effort, and what Andy Reid tells those guys, let your personality show. And our team has had more personality than any team in the NFL, and we're going to showcase that on Super Bowl Sunday. He's Sean Barber, 10-year NFL veteran. I'm Mitch Holtis. We both have the Bose have 700 headphones on. Great uh, Valentine's gift idea and a great gift idea to celebrate a Super Bowl 55 championship. Next week, we're going to get more into the guts of this game uh, and look deeper into the Bucks and get a little more X's and O's. But this time, hey, get ready because Big Red will be ready. Big Red ready, ready to run it back.